Hey, jibbers and jabbers, it's J-Mac here. This is just for you audio listeners. Thank you very much for listening to us as long as you have. We much appreciate it and we hope you're still enjoying it. But we would love it if you would go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you love what you hear, you'll love what you see. Get over there now, click on subscribe to keep up to date. Thank you. Thursday night, and you know what that means. What does that mean, J-Mac? It means it's time for Box Office Banter with me, J-Mac, and him. Me. Me. Hi. We should keep doing that. Me. <laughs> Me. So, 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 it's been a, a good week for movies. Uh, Fast and Furious opened recently at Bathgate Cinema, uh, as did In the Heights. These are now able to be purchased at the box office so you can go ahead and do that or you can well, do the, it at the, film, the films aren't i mean the tickets to see them are but the films yeah. aren't those are owned by the film companies that made them so mm-hmm. i mean it's technically you buy a license when you buy a ticket or a dvd it's a it's a license to watch so you can head to bathgatecinema.co.uk or you can go to Aloha happened, Cinema. happened again didn't it no it didn't bathgate no bathgate no, sorry that's my fault yeah, that's, that's, that's absolutely your fault. That is trust, absolutely... trust you to take us off into the weeds. Eh? I tr- trust me to bring up a mistake that happened last week that nobody noticed. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and, and all the things that weren't a mistake and were, were a success, where was you bringing that up? Moving on. Ah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, I go ahead and uh, find find your tickets at bathgatecinema.co.uk or at Aloha Cinema. You can go ahead and check that movie out. Um, we've not seen it yet, but we will. Uh, as you know, we we reviewed the the father this week, which is a bit of a different thing. I mean, that's not the kind of movie I would go out my way to watch or mm. to track down to be like, you know, I, I can't wait to see that. But it's <clears> definitely something that that um, that we've got a, a bit to say on. So so stay tuned for some spoiler free uh, mm. opinions <laughs> on that. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not the type of film that you you would seek out, but it is the type of film that I would seek out because I'm older than you and a bit a bit more, I don't know, pompous. <laughs> I can see you still watching. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm not going to watch Fast and Furious. What do you? I'm going to watch The Father. Um, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's it's uh We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. All right. Well, before we talk about it, let's uh, let's show you guys. Oh, by the way, just before I play this trailer, like uh, the movie companies have been coming after this show and been like, "You can't be stealing our content." It's like, no, we're we're previewing your trailers that you allow the cinema to use to promote the movie that makes you money. So, go on it back off. <laughs> There's something funny going on. Date of birth? 
Friday, 31st of December, 1937. You're living with your daughter at the moment, is that right? Yes, in my flat. You see, the situation is very simple. I've lived in this flat for 30 years now. It's me! And my daughter is very interested in it. No, Dad, what are you talking about? So she's moved in with this man she met. I'm here to help you. Tell me, do what? Everything is fine, Anne. I don't know what she's cooking up against me, but she's cooking something up that I do know. There's something funny going on. Where's the painting? What painting? Uh, believe me, there's something funny going on. Has anyone seen my watch? It's been stolen. No, it hasn't. What do you mean, no, it hasn't? No, it's been going on for some time. It's me! Anne! Strange things going on around us. What is this nonsense? Where's Anne? What are you talking about? Where is she? I'm here. Ah. I don't need any help. We have to come up with a different arrangement. Stop talking like that. And I'm not leaving my flat. I am not leaving my flat. Dad? Have you had your pills? Can I ask you a question? How much longer do you intend to hang around here ruining your daughter's life? Who are you, exactly? What about me, Dad? Who exactly am I? And as you see there, it said, coming soon. Get your tickets fast, because tonight's last night. <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of these unfortunate circumstances where just the the kind of, the nature of business and stuff has is, is caused the other movies to come in in place. I mean, Bathgate Cinema has two screens. There's only so much, only so many hours in the day. So, um, unfortunately, this, this is the last night that this film will be screening. But... Um, Probably, it might be quite appropriate in this case because it leaves me as confused as Anthony Hopkins was as to why we're doing this tonight. Um, but there we go. Um, I, I mean, I have to say though that just watching the trailer again kind of made the film replay in my mind, and mm-hmm. it definitely has a message. Um, but let's let's have a. Let's have a chat. Right, absolutely. So before we before we get into the meat of that, just going to give you a little bit of a rundown of what you can see at Bathgate Cinema. Uh, also in Aloha Cinema, you can see Fast and the Furious Nine from twenty third of twenty Ju- fifth of June right up to the eighth of July. <laughs> we are so good at this, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Wait, is that Alawa cinema? Aye, so for a month you can see Fast and Furious 9. Moving on to Bathgate Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's all going on. Um, Stop chuckling. <laughs> and the Heights. And the Heights opens uh, Friday 25th of <clears throat> June. So that's tomorrow. You can go and see that 25th of June, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th. And first Thursday, the first of July. Uh, we don't know if it'll be on longer than that, but you can definitely 
can definitely wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the new kind of step up dance kind of flick, isn't it? Um, yeah. Although it, it does look like it's it's much uh, it's much more advanced than its cinematography and stuff like that. it looks amazing. It does it. Yeah, yeah. The, the mean, way the, the way the film looks is kind of way above films of its ilk have come across yeah. before. So it uh, should be a good one. Should be it's, a good one. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things that I would not like the father. I would not go out my way to be like I need to see that. But now that I've got a purpose to do so, I will, and I probably will like it and be like, wow, I'm glad I did see that now. We've discussed before that there's many movies that, that that tend to happen with. Even like that movie Alfie, it was a remake and it had, it had Jude Law on it. I found myself engrossed in that. Yeah, actually, so did I. I remember. I mean, this is a, a kind of this is an old memory for me. But I went to see Alfie in the cinema with my my ex girlfriend. I'm I've now been married for ten years and with my wife for fifteen years. Um, my ex before that, crazy one. Um, she hated Alfie uh, and I really enjoyed it. And because I really enjoyed it and she hated it, she tried to crash my car on the way home. Uh, so, yeah, this, this is, uh, I've, I've got a good choice in women at this point in my life. Uh, she, she did, man. She literally, she was she was arguing with me about why he was just an arsehole. And don't, it was, but it was, it was a likable film. And uh, because I liked it and she didn't, we were coming up to a roundabout and she grabbed my steering wheel and tried to crash my car in at the roundabout. At which point, I punched her hand to get her hand off the steering wheel, and she went like this. She went, I can't believe you just hit me! It's like, can you know, no? Hi. Uh, well, I didn't hit you. Uh, I hit the destructive force that was trying to destroy my life. Um, well, I mean, as we're on the topic of car crashes and destructive forces, Fast and Furious 9 will also be on at Bathgate Cinema. What the segue? And there'll be people trying to crash into other people in that movie, I'll assume. Uh, so that is on from Friday 25th of June all the way up to Thursday the 8th of July. It may be on longer. It's one of those things we'll see. Remember, guys, Greatest Showman is Saturday 26th of June. Not not a lot of tickets left, I think, but from when we're chatting now, it's probably sold out, right? Again, just with a, a segue, The Greatest mm -hmm. Showman is another film that I wouldn't go out my way to see and uh, thought I would hate it. I didn't. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And anybody that hasn't seen it yet or even has, go and buy your tickets if it's still available. Mm -hmm. there's, <laughs> there's also, there is also uh, cocktails being made in the theme. Was it a, a Million Dreams cocktail and stuff like that? Ross, and there's a woman that works there, really good at cocktails. Ross is a, a bottle shaker. Um, and <laughs> he's been shaking some bottles. John Kavanagh Harn says, how's things, guys? Absolutely marvellous, mate. I hope you're doing well. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, we're just kind of doing a rundown here of, of the, all the, the movies you can see in Bathgate Cinema. We started off with In the Heights, Fast and Furious 9, and The Greatest Showman. I think there is still two tickets left for that, so be quick. Michael Ball and Alfie Bow back together. That's like uh, <laughs> that's like the posh version of the Jibber Jabber. Jibber Jabber. Jabber! But uh, aye, that, you probably couldn't get me to go through <clears throat> to that even to review it. I know it's probably right up your street and you probably sit there with the tears 
screeching down your face. <laughs> Am I when right? Did, when, did, when did tears start screeching? Tears stream. <laughs> they stream down no, your face. Not <laughs> yours, mate. Not not yours. Yours. Could, could you imagine the sound in the cinema, like like Titanic, for example? <laughs> that moment that Jack floated into the darkness and you just hear. <laughs> <laughs> mate that's a movie that's a horror movie write that stuff down write uh, that uh, stuff down right i'll do that right now for you <laughs> uh, yes another... son your painting's amazing <laughs> yeah we should create a horror movie about the uh these big monsters that can't see you they can only hear you so the world has to go quiet yes i'll i'll put that on on the fridge next to george harrison's songs <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, like you it, see. Like um, Black <laughs> Widow opens on Wednesday the 7th of July. This is the Marvel movie. I know that you love this, so you'll be really looking forward to doing a review on that. I did um, see the trailer for it, and I have to say, it didn't look bad, let's go, in my opinion. Scarlett Johansson in it. Um, yes. There are worse people to play Black Widow. Um, so I, that opens very soon. Remember, Dirty Dancing is on Friday the 16th of July, Saturday the 17th. They uh, they made sure to add two dates because it was so popular. Remember, there may be a few added extras when you buy your tickets and go to Bathgate Cinema to see Dirty Dancing. Um, we've got a comment here from Fiona McCallum. When is this coming to the pictures? Um, specifically, what? <laughs> uh, we'll throw that back to you there, Fiona. When is walk <laughs> And while we wait for the response on that, Braveheart, which you saw the nice advert and you'll see again in this uh, here episode, Braveheart on the 31st of July at yeah. half seven. Get your tickets because you're not going to want to miss that. Pretty yeah, soon we're going to be announcing you... the, the cast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And also, if you've, if, you're, if you've already seen that, that's fine. But if you haven't seen it, wait for it because it's top class. It, it yes. really is. Um, in fact, uh, just a, an interesting little anecdote about that. Uh, I still had one of the props from that advert in the back of my car uh, today when uh, I had to open the boot to let one of my colleagues take some stuff out that I'd picked up for my workplace. <laughs> and, he, and he was like, what? <laughs> what he said to me was, and I quote, are you a furry or something? <laughs> mind, mind we tried to get into a furry convention and they were <laughs> like, no. <laughs> we could now. It'd be like, I've got a horse head. Like, uh, but that, that's what he said. Are you a furry or something? And uh, like, there was a bit of kind of serious, seriousness no. in his voice. And, and honestly, the story of why I had the horse head sounded more ridiculous than me saying, yes, I'm a furry. It's like, uh, me and my, my pal uh, uh, made an advert and my <laughs> pal was dressed up as William Wallace and he, he was riding a fake horse. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous when you say it out loud. But uh, yeah, that's, that's what happened. You should happened. have just said you were a furry. Um, <laughs> and on the 29th of October, you can give yourself over to absolute pleasure with a screening of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I know that Saturday the 30th of October is sold out and sunday the 31st of october there are still tickets so three days of absolute pleasure don't dream it see it <laughs> oh, i'm too good i'm on fire <laughs> you're too I'm good man fire. you're really on fire tonight <laughs> i can feel the heat from that side of the screen <laughs> uh, so yeah so make sure to head to let me just bring this up bathgatecinema.co.uk to buy your tickets or head inside the 
the actual building. Go in there, the box office is there. Scott will greet you. You'll see Scott or Ross or some of the cool staff that have been trained. And there'll be... <laughs> <laughs> there's like a there's like a Hunter poster there as well as you walk in. Um, <laughs> just leave it, J-Mac. Just leave it. <laughs> just walk on by. Ignore it. And it, there are like five big boxes full of posters. So if you're really into movie mm. posters, <clears throat> definitely give it a look because there's some really cool big ones there. Heather Dow says in the comments, bet he was well excited that he found someone else. Then you said you weren't a furry. Ha ha ha. So he was a furry. That's <laughs> that idea. He, he, was, he was like, yes, finally. <laughs> <laughs> and John says, "Class Braveheart, one of my favourite movies, should have made the Scotland football team watch this before the game." <laughs> You're oh. not wrong. You're not wrong. I, like I'm, I'm not a football guy at all. Um, up until the Euros, because Scotland were playing, and you just can, you, there's an obligation to watch your your national team play. And uh, I was, I was quite, I was more than happy with the draw against uh, England. And uh, I switched off the game after the 75 minutes against that other team that beat us. <laughs> That's how, that's how much I'm into it. Um, I I, who, who were we playing? Who was Croatia. It? Croatia. Croatia. But, uh, but that's yeah. enough about them, man. That's enough about them. We've, we've let them take enough of what's ours. Let's, let's, uh, let's focus on Scotland. Let's focus on promoting a very Scottish movie and a very Scottish cinema. Look. I think I've left the gas on. Couldn't they breathe, mate. Couldn't they breathe. Sons and daughters of Scotland, my name is William Wallace. William Wallace is seven feet tall. Shut it! And today, I stand before you in defiance of the tyranny of the big chain cinemas. but that's why you've got to buy your tickets! So go, go now to www.bathgatecinema.co.uk and secure your tickets or go into the cinema and book up if you don't want to miss it. Watch for the sun coming out.
That movie always gets me, man. Always gets me. It does. It does. <laughs> yes. We did it so much, just, so much justice. <laughs> we done in like three minutes what they done in like two hours, eh? <laughs> to, be, to be fair, it did take us a, a couple of hours to get that. But uh, <laughs> that was a couple of hours filming and then uh, Kevin's majestic editing skills. Uh, we had it by the end of that night. So Aye, Exactly. Um, there was a push, there was a push. Uh, just like there's a push to sell the tickets. 31st of July, just like the advert says, be there or be English. That'll get them through the door. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I have English in my family. Right, so, uh, so now that we've got all the plugs, <laughs> we laughing at Um I'm that, no racist, that, but you can't be racist. I know, no, it just what? it was just funny. It was just funny. That's, that's fine. I can, I can so I can say I've got English in my family. <laughs> so uh, that's with all plugs now aside. It is now time for. Make sure to stay around stick around because we do have some really cool games coming up soon also uh which is where J Mac and i kind of test each other we test each other's skills but before we do that let's talk let's talk mate so we mm. went to see the father <laughs> and uh it wasn't uh, you know it's not something that i would usually watch it's definitely right up your alley um and the best way we can kind of talk about it and give people a little bit of context without ruining anything is you're watching a story it's a drama so you're seeing you're seeing what it's like for a someone with alzheimer's to you're seeing it through their eyes so you're not watching with the you know the point of view of the family or that whole fly on the wall you're actually kind of seeing it through the eyes of big aunt hopkins uh, and I'll kind of let you lead the way on this one, J Mac, because for you, like, I'm the kind of guy that watches that and goes, ah, oh, shame, that's quite deep. But I just imagine it took you here, there, and everywhere. Tell us. Um, well, <laughs> it, it did. It, it actually, it, it didn't. It didn't. Um, it, it's one of these films where I can. I, I knew and I didn't know what to expect when I was going into it. And I think that's probably quite, it's probably quite a, a kind of appropriate feeling for for what the film is. Um, I knew it was going to be a, about uh, a, an older gentleman that was kind of losing his losing his ability to to remember things, and he was starting to get confused. He was he, he had Alzheimer's. That's that's the best way to describe it. And um, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I can hear you chuckling away in the background there. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I he was forgetting a lot of stuff and that, and uh, basically I had Alzheimer's. Best way I can put it. <laughs> I like how you say that. I'd identify with that the most. <laughs> <laughs> really, really. <laughs> Kevin texted me earlier on tonight. He's like, Jordan, have you done a voiceover thing for this yet? I was like, oh, I forgot, man. You need to remind me. <laughs> <laughs> you so, had yeah. one job. You had one motherfucking job. <laughs> I had one million job. Um, <clears throat> so. This film is unique in so many ways. Um, like Anthony Hopkins, for example. Anthony Hopkins himself is just, he's stunning in this picture. I don't mean looks-wise. I mean, he's not my type. Do you know what I mean? But um, he he really, he really deserved deserve the Oscar that he won for this film. Um the the the, far, the farther into the film they get, the the more you realise that 
he he definitely deserved um all the accolades that he got for it. Uh, <laughs> the the Alzheimer's side of things is, is something that I don't think anybody up until this point, I don't think that anybody in the world has any concept of what it's like to actually have Alzheimer's disease, which is tragic. This film it, it tries to kind of present that to us. It, it, it tries to make you feel like you're 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 inside you're you're inside the, the mindset of somebody that, that might have this this horrible affliction. And I, I think it does a damn good job of it. I mean, for example, my my, my wife, um, she came with me to see this and she she almost had to leave because she, she just felt like it was so stressful. You know, you know what I'm talking about though. Um, she, she, it, it was. <sighs> I mean, I've seen this happen. I've I've seen the. Um, it was it was when my 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 grandmother was going was was going through it, and everybody was just thinking, oh, she's getting a bit forgetful, and it's ah, oh, she's getting old. She she forgets things, and then my older brother, who she has known for longer than any of us, she he's my oldest brother. He walked into the room. He said, "Hi, hi, Gran. How are you doing?" And she said, "And who are you?" And I remember that moment, thinking, "Like we found it funny at first. I mean, we always, oh, don't be silly, Gran. It's it's, it's, it's Brian. You know, Brian. It's, it's Brian." And even even saying the name, she was like, "Who?" There was nothing there, and. <laughs> I don't know. This, this film seems to. This film it does have a, a kind of different angle on it, but it, it just shows you how how strong the impact uh, Alzheimer's does actually have on uh, somebody's somebody's memory, the their, their brain function, and um, yeah. I mean, I'll let you take it from here, Kevin. But I was uh, I was kind of blown away by how how effective it was in portraying that that feeling that feeling of confusion that feeling of just not knowing what was coming next who was coming next it it was it was a it was a mind bender it really was a mind bender and that i wasn't expecting from it i thought it was just going to be a a kind of linear story about who about you know, you know, you know the the normal narrative of of a film that it takes where, oh, here's a person, he does this, she says that, he doesn't remember this, she says no this, and then it moves. It's not a film like that. It's, it's so, it's it's so all over the place that it it really does suck you into that that mindset. Yeah, the the really cool thing for me watching as well <clears throat> the aspect I was looking at and the cast is like you can count the cast on your hands. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a big cast, there's not a big variety of people in it. Even the scenes, it's literally in like two houses. It's shot in two houses, so the mm-hmm. budget must have been very like the most of the budget would have gone on the actors and actresses, uh, and obviously paying staff. But I imagine they'd have made that for a really well, a really well-rounded figure. Um, and the really, the thing about me is like I don't, I've never experienced. Oh, pardon me, Alzheimer's. <laughs> Come on, this is the gym. And the award for best time butt in history. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I've never experienced anyone with Alzheimer's yet. I think I'd touch wood, I don't. I'll probably be the one that gets it, right? Um, but 
you hear of it and you see, and I've I've known people that I've had to deal with it. And uh, you know, what was the thing we watched as well? Uh, it was in High Times. Remember, John Rooney put uh, wrote a really nice episode where Eddie's dad has Alzheimer's, and mm-hmm. I think that's the closest thing <clears throat> to kind of seeing that in a movie. For me, it was, but it was a TV series. Um, which, by the way, if anybody watching really likes Scottish TV, go to YouTube and type in High Times Series 1 and High Times Series 2. Or go to the STV player. The STV don't pay them. Shut up. Go to YouTube, it's easier. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Um, so, I, all you can, go to the STV player. But go and watch that, by the way. Um, powerful stuff, amazing stuff, really funny. Um, just top-tier cast and writers and directors. Um, which you can also find on our uh, back in our archives, we've done a full High Times podcast with all the cast and crew, writers, everything. But anyway, uh, we cheap plug, we cheap plug. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's the first time I kind of seen it <clears throat> through the eyes of the, the the man that it was happening to, where uh, he kind of you know goes into one room, does something, comes back, and everybody's different. And he's like, well, wait a minute, I was just there. And and what I, what I appreciate about this is it allows you to go on that journey with Anthony Hopkins, with the person that has... Because when you think of people with Alzheimer's, you don't think about them. You're usually like, oh, this sucks for us. you know. And you just assume that they're away in this kind of world where they, they know everything's all right. But when you see the part... and that Spoiler, spoiler alert. Okay? Why is that so hard to say? I know, right? It really spoiler is. Spoiler alert. There's a part where he cries for his mummy. Not for his mum, but for his mummy. And this is a man that's like near death because he's Anthony Hopkins. He's old as hell, right? With all due respect. And there's a part where he's crying for his mummy. And that kind of shows you how scared, fragile, and just very, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? How very out there you are. Like, for me, I think if I was to be like, if I was to snap my leg, <laughs> no pun intended, right? And I was to snap my leg and go to hospital, being in hospital alone for a couple of nights without, you know, what you're used to being there, your family and all that conversation, being stuck in a hospital would probably drive me insane because I'd be wanting to connect with the people that I usually connect with. Now, imagine that changes on a daily basis to the point where you kind of get what it is your life is but it keeps changing like a Rubik's cube. Your life is like a daily Rubik's cube where all the parts are there and you're like, (laughs) you just told me this yesterday, you know? eh? I I normally normally tear you apart for your silly metaphors (laughs) and euphemisms, but that is actually perfect for for the way this film feels. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have to congratulate you on it, man. That's a good one. Thanks, And Heather, Heather, Dow, um, it's genuine one of the, one of the most awful things to watch someone you love disappear in front of your eyes. Um, aye, it's 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 pretty grim. Um, and I don't know this this film. What's the best way I can describe it? Rubik's cube. <laughs> Do you remember remember in the early eighties, right? There was. Um, this toy that came out that had all different colored squares and eyes. It's like a, a, a Rubik's cube. Um, <clears throat> it, it really is. I mean, it, everything, things change from one scene to the next, then they change back. 
you might you, you might find yourself feeling kind of frustrated and, and not knowing what's going on but that's the point in this film and i've never seen a film do this before to such such a kind of magnificent effect to, to make you feel like you're you're really in there with this person and kevin that remember the the make make j mac greet segment uh-huh. the the mummy scene uh-huh. that's that's the one how'd um, you scream at night? I wasn't screaming, but I was uh, I was quietly sobbing. Let's put it that way. And um, uh, just uh, <laughs> there's there's only so much you can say about it. The, the, the it shows you the pain that he's going through as somebody who is convinced that he knows what's going on. Um, uh, and he it's almost like he he feels like he's in some kind of conspiracy where people are plotting against him and and. Um, obviously, his, his his daughter's there as well, and she is at the receiving end of his sometimes horribly, verbally violent outbursts, and uh, it, it's it, it's it's not an, it's not a nice film, you know. That this is it's a it's a film that it's almost like a public service. This film to to really show you what it's like to be in that frame of mind or lack of frame of mind and just not know what's happening from one moment to the next. And the the frustration is seen on every side. Even the characters that, that are portrayed to be the the kind of, for want of a better expression, the, the arsy characters, the, the ones that you're not supposed to like, you can still feel yourself being in their shoes as mm-hmm. well. And it makes you feel like a, a lesser person as well. So many, there's so many levels to this film. Yet you really, you have to see it to believe it. I've never seen anything like it in my yeah. 36 years of watching movies. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, I think that's why it will, it will kind of be one of those movies that, you know, how when someone says, "Oh, I love, I love watching a movie about dancing," you go and watch Step Up or maybe In the Heights. Uh, if you're in the mood for a tearjerker, you go to something like Ghost, Titanic, all these things. I think if uh, if you want to go to something that's very real and very sad, and if it affects you and your family, watching something like that, will, will, like if you get the family around on the couch and they watch something like that, it is going to be like a... It's one of those movies that will touch you absolutely if you have or haven't got someone in your family that has gone through that or even a friend that's gone through that. Um, for me, obviously, I'm on the opposite side. Of that. I've never had to deal with it personally, but I've seen people that dealt with it, and I thought, you know, it's, it really is. And it is, it is a little bit frustrating with it jumping back and forth. But for me, I was like, I'm learning so much here. I'm learning so much about, like, how sure I was about who these characters were. And I'm following Anthony Hopkins, and he's like, well, wait a minute, you just told me this. And I'm like, you did, because I was there, <laughs> right? <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? It's almost like the world around him is actually playing a big silly game and how sure we are of that just like anthony hopkins is so it's very eye-opening yeah i mean the unfortunate thing about it kevin is is the fact that most of us are going to have to experience it at some point we will we will know somebody who's suffering from this this thing this kind of this alien force that's taken over the the brains of the people that we love and it's as brutal it really is mm-hmm. um i was i was lucky in the fact that um again the story i told earlier on about um my, my, my gran 
Um, I, I don't think she ever forgot who I was. Um, but she can she can she, she kind of <laughs> lost she lost everything at once. It was like she forgot a few things and then everything was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it affects everybody in different ways. And it's, it's a, it's a horrible thing. This is a fucking uplifting podcast, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I well, mean, the... If you're needing cheered up on a Thursday night, this is where you're coming. Right? <laughs> yeah. And if you want to get even more cheered up, don't worry, there's stuff coming that will cheer you up. But if you want to be even more cheery after this, go watch the father. <laughs> 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 it's not a ha- like it's not a happy movie. It's not one you like. If we watched like if we watched this uh, in the cinema with our missus, our wife, we wouldn't come out going, oh, "That was good." Can't wait to see the sequel. Right? You're coming out there going, "Oh, that sucks." Man. It's it's almost like the the last the last time I experienced a feeling like that coming out of a film was back in the early two thousands when I came out of the Passion of the Christ. Um, you you know that the film had to be made to to kind of make a point but you you didn't enjoy watching it it's it's a really it's a strange strange feeling and it's it, i've i've seen i've seen this now up until now there's been two times where i've experienced it and it was the passion of the christ and the butterfly effect that was the two times that i walked out of the cinema and everybody was just silent everybody was just blown away I think the uh, the butterfly effect, by the way, doesn't get as much respect as it deserves. A hundred percent. Good uh, movie. Yeah, go back and watch it if you've never. I thought you probably haven't even heard of it because it stars Ashton Kutcher, who Ethan Suplee, Ethan Suplee, who has lost a lot of weight. Well done. Mate, he's Ethan. jacked now. He's, he's just lost weight. He's a tank. I say he's a lost weight and then gained it. <laughs> um, so yeah, go watch that if you haven't. Uh, it's, it's amazing. We should do that at some point. And. Um, the Passion of the Christ. Uh, sorry, make it four. Vanilla Sky. Everybody walked out of that just going, "What is going on?" But the the, the feeling of, it's it's like a feeling of helplessness, helplessness on every every side. Every every character feels some kind of helplessness in what they're experiencing. Is it really is brutal? Um, but I feel like it's a film like. Um, I'm not saying it's as good a film as, but it's a film like Schindler's List. You should see it just to get that kind of uh, that kind of feeling that you should get from a film like that. Um, mm. It's 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 up there with that. And the more I th- I've, I've thought about the film a lot since I've seen it uh, a couple of nights ago, I've thought more about it since, and I think the film's got more effect on me now than it had when I actually finished watching it, which is really rare. Um, mm. So and even when you showed the trailer there, it, it brought even more in. So mm. phew, there's excellent film by somebody who I think could could kind of buck the trend and and do something really interesting in the in the world of film. So. It was uh, it was directed by Florian Zeller. It was written by Christopher Hampton and Florian Zeller. <laughs> so uh, well, which by <laughs> check me, yeah, Florian. Um, <laughs> the cast actually was really good. Olivia Coleman, Anthony Hopkins, Mark Gattis. Uh, we've got Olivia Williams, Imogen Poots, and Rufus Rufus Sewell. And Rufus Aisha Sewell, Darker. Rufus hmm? Sewell, man. As soon as he came in, I was like, "That's the the night. That's the night from uh, a night's tale." Yeah, a night's tale. He's got such piercing eyes. I've never seen eyes like that in a guy before. You know, uh, they, they just they just draw you in. 
it is a small cast, and they were all really, really, really good. Anthony Hopkins never he never fails to to deliver. And another thing as well, Anthony Hopkins, he almost seemed like I was kind of viewing him as the same guy he played in uh, Meet Joe Black when we done that episode. It's almost like he's the older version of himself from Meet Joe Black. But he died in Meet Joe Black. <laughs> Aye, but imagine he didn't die and got older and he got Alzheimer's. That's him. This, do you know what? It's, it's the charm of Anthony Hopkins. He's always going to be somebody's dad, somebody's mm-hmm. granddad at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Or eating someone's he, I mean, face. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say that. I mean, he won his Oscar back in 1991 for Silence of the Lambs. He won this one um, for this movie. I mean, he won an Oscar for it, and it's highly deserved. Um, the film might not be everybody's cup of tea, but his performance in this film is... Uh, what can you say? I mean, mm-hmm. in, in an era where the Oscars have become a bit of a joke, to be honest, he is one of the few people that I think actually deserved his Oscar. Um, and kudos. So well, that's really all that we can say about the movie without going into too much more to kind of spoil it for you. And you've stuck around to watch what comes next after the review. So if you've been watching the last couple of weeks, uh, you'll know that we kind of, before we wrap the show up, we go into a couple of games and then we hit question time. And you'll remember we done the uh, <laughs> the something meter but I think you agree with me, J-Mac, that we kind of felt that it was missing something. So I took the executive decision. I mean, an executive. Like, just before he does anything, I have no idea what he's going to do. I, know. I, know. <laughs> I have no idea. And this so isn't I, like an American game show. I have no idea what he's going to do. I, I have no fucking idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I decided to remove the this, this something meter. Right. That's because that was my idea. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just because the segments were very quick. It was and, and it was like this. It was like this. I mean, it was a good idea when we first kind of, when you spoke about it, and I was like, oh, that's quite. But then it was like, there's something on meter. How many windows was in it? Five. Over. It's like, right. <laughs> it's like the, there had to be something with more substance. And I thought this new round I created, uh, I think it's, we'll have a bit, a bit more. And I'm going to lead this round this week. So ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the newest round. He's, He's on, on the, the spot. spot. I'm on the spot. <laughs> that guy's <laughs> face. <laughs> Almost looks like you. Your uh, picture, a picture of you that I, I had. So this round is. I called... was expecting it to come up there, man. Honestly, <laughs> Mate, honestly, I totally would have. I totally would have. Uh, maybe I will in, in the next round that we change. But uh, on the spot, basically, is so. This week, you've got the true or false trivia, so it's my on the spot this week. So my on the spot is to ask you a question on the spot, right, that you'll not have had previous time to think about. And this kind of might give us the the true reflection of what it is. So it could be anything, right? It can be absolutely anything. The goal is not really to trip you up. It's just to get your on the spot answer. Um, so one more time, ladies and gentlemen. He's, He's on, on the, the spot. spot. Is that him on the spot? Hey. so on the spot this week my question to jmac on the spot and it doesn't have to be just one question you could a couple questions right my question to you jmac is if you could recast this movie say with just four actors the four main actors 
who would you recast them with? Hmm. I put you on the spot, eh? <laughs> That did put me on the spot. <laughs> um, Mate, every week when we do that, you've got to say that. That put you on the spot, I. That did put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, uh, I would have, uh, poor Jesus, Jude Law in Rufus Sewell's place. Oh, nice. Um, I, would po- I could have um, Kira Knightley in Imogen Poot's place. I would yeah. have uh, Olivia Coleman. Jesus, Olivia Coleman. Who's, who's comparable to Olivia Coleman these days? Um, Susan Sarandon? I mean, she's way too old. And, um, <laughs> really? Olivia Coleman's like 40-odd. Susan Sarandon's older than dirt. <laughs> <laughs> she's still class. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Who would, who would I have... This also goes out to the people watching at home as well. Who would you recast? Give me your give me your suggestions in the comment section. God, that's a, that's a really tough one. Who's smarmy? Benedict Cumberbatch as the what? the nurse. I yeah. Uh, I would have. Oh God, this is this is this is. I'm on the spot. <laughs> um, yes. I'm trying to think of right the actor, the main actor, who would I have in his place? Ian McKellen. Well done, mate. That that I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Right. I'll that's you, as far as you looking up, getting all proud of yourself like that. Yes. Ian McKellen. <laughs> so my on the spot has came off its spot. And yes. I'm now no longer on the spot. But that's that's interesting. That's good because I, un- <laughs> it's one of these ones over here for for the next time. I'm going to think about it. Uh, no, but it'll be a different question. Uh, of course, of course. So you'll never know. You're put on the spot. Ah, you wouldn't be on the spot if you knew. Previous. <laughs> Very Heather weird. says, oh, "I okay, I like Ian. That's why you married him, though." <laughs> first time you said that in a while right let's <laughs> go <laughs> um, so yes to the uh, to the next round here we go true or false trivia J-Mac it's you in the driver's seat this week let's go for this okay here we go we have Question one, or fact one, fact one. The role of Anthony was initially offered to Harrison Ford, but he refused to play the part due to being completely confused when he read the script. False. It is true. Really? No, it's false. (laughs) (laughs) all right that's that's one to kevin one to kevin (laughs) okay 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 Uh, big harrison wouldn't have have, uh you wouldn't have got confused at that and if he did (laughs) is that no kind of the point (laughs) it might be uh florian zeller the director states that if hopkins did not accept the role the film would likely have been made in german true false I was like, that's too fucked up to be true. <laughs> uh, the true statement is Florian Zeller, the, direct, the, the director, states that if Hopkins did not accept the role, the film would likely have been made in French. 
get it up, you. That's what you get for the first one. Right. Okay. <laughs> Olivia Coleman declined the role initially to work on The Crown for Netflix. False. It is completely false. I just made that up. Okay. Instead of listening to classical music, Anthony Hopkins was originally intended to be listening to vintage Elvis Presley records, but obtaining the rights was way too expensive, costing in excess of $1.6 million. That sounds true. That's false as hell. Do you know Anthony Hopkins. False. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins has the same date of birth as his character, Anthony. False. True. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, Anthony. This sorry, I, I'm sorry, but this is the the final question, the final statement. Um, Anthony Hopkins refused to read the entire script. He would only read the scenes that they planned on filming that day in order to portray a genuine confused state. That sounds true. That's false. I said it sounds true, but my answer is false. <laughs> <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a draw. <laughs> well, pl well played, sir. Well played. And this th this is just a statement that I've written down. I'm not asking if it's true or false because I'm just telling you it's true. Anthony Hopkins has Asperger's, which I did not know until I read the trivia for this hmm. uh, movie. Um, so there we go. He is on the autistic spectrum. Oh, well. Interesting fact of today. Just goes to show, Just goes to show you, you never can tell. Goes to show you, never can tell. Name that movie. Yeah. If you name um, that movie within two and a half seconds, you get a prize. Pop Fiction. Not you. Pop Fiction. Oh, nobody right. got it. Sorry. I got um, it. <laughs> yeah, so that was, uh, you got the first one was false. You got that right. Second one. Second one was false. That was one. How do we both get the same fart? <laughs> Surely you should have saved another fart from me when a point. <laughs> I've sent you plenty. <laughs> Just a bit. Just a bit. All right. So, so that was one. Uh, was <laughs> that's false. Uh, then it was true. Uh, sorry, you said true and it was false. So that's one one each at this point. Listen, let's just call it a win, right? Next round. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Olivia Coleman declined to... All right, let's call it a draw. <laughs> so, winner is me. On to question. <laughs> let's call it a draw. The winner is me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we are on to the final segment uh, of the of the night, which is question time, where you can pretty much pop a question in the comments and we will answer it live here on the show. But while we wait for your questions that you probably won't send, <laughs> Basket Cinema! It's been a tough year, but our doors are open as of the 21st of May. Bring your kids and book up for all this year's must-see movies. We have now opened a kids' zone, so you don't have to worry about your children sitting still. Why not grab yourself a beverage, softer alcoholic, 
some freshly prepared popcorn, hot dogs and snacks. Park behind the Cottage Cafe in Bathgate Engine Lane. Walk down the footpath to George Street where you will find us. You can't miss it. Book now online at www.bathgatecinema.co.uk to reserve your space. Why am I still live? <laughs> Damn it. That's just cruel. <laughs> What do you mean, why are you still alive? (laughs) I mean, why am I here myself? (laughs) You're not. No, I'm right here. I'm right here. Can you bring my face back just all live? (laughs) All live. Um, (laughs) On the note of uh, J Max face, there's some new merch on its way, um, which you can actually see on our store at www.jibberjabberstore.co.uk. You can also see it here on the screen. If you're listening at home, you need to come and listen and watch via youtube facebook and all that cool stuff jabber jabber merch you can get um there's some really cool t-shirts that heather put together for us our 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 staff <laughs> and uh yeah so we've got some like almost parodied movie t-shirts top gun lost boys we've got back to the future and jurassic, jurassic park which is just phenomenally done Um, so go and give heather your money and get these cool t-shirts uh, help put kids through college. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. We can do that. We've got that covered. <laughs> we live in a nice country where it's free. <laughs> I like <Aye>. you Americans. <laughs> it looks like uh, no one's interacting with us tonight, G-Max. So we're going to pretty much wrap up this show. Is there anything you'd like to say in closing? Yeah, I would like to say it would be nice if more people interacted with us. <laughs> it would be class. Make sure you remember, guys. This week, obviously, was the father. And on the 1st of July, next Thursday, you'll see us back here at the same time, 9 o'clock, on the Facebook page of Jabber Jabber Podcast, Aloha Cinema and Bathgate Cinema. You can watch In the Heights, our live review of In the Heights, the new dance flick. And then the week after that, on the 8th of July, it is F9, Fast and What are they calling it? Just Fast 9, Fast and Furious 9, Furious 9, F9. I mean, they just, I don't know who decides their names. You should just call it F Sake. <laughs> ah, F Sake, another one. Um, but hey, this one might be the best one of all. So this is why you got to tune in, guys. You got to tune in and check out what we are doing. Uh, also, if, if you do like this show and you think one of your pals might like it, drop them a wee text, but check this show out. Uh, and maybe we'll have your pal on the show if they're exciting enough. Hi. I mean, See, the unfortunate reality, unfortunate reality of the world is that people only tell other people about things that they don't like most of the time. So, if you don't like this show, please shut up. <laughs> if you like it, tell your pals. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Uh, absolutely. And uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all those cool places, we appreciate you. And why don't you hop over to YouTube and watch this visually? You can see our beautiful, you can see my beautiful face and J Mac. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone for joining us tonight. Join us next week for another box office banter where we bring you in the heights. And this Sunday coming, we will be live everywhere because we have a really, really cool episode coming up. Dead Mouse Productions, the owner, Gary Smart, will be here. He uh, he basically is like a juggernaut. He's done so much cool stuff 
uh, from making movies, documentaries, and those books that you see that are like, I've got two of them here. I'm going to show you quickly before we wrap oh, up. Please do, please do. There are two different ones as well, by the way. It's not just two of the same one. <laughs> Hi, I know. Uh, so we've got the Beware the Moon, American Werewolf in London. Now, these oh, things so are rare. Mate, so pretty. Mate, so it's pretty. got everything, all the trivia, and never before seen or read interviews, uh, shots. I, the, the Lost Boys one even has G. Tom Mack's original piece of paper that he wrote Cry Little Sister on. You can see the scribbles wow. and everything right there. Look at that. Well, you can barely see it here, but these things are actually so hard to get that they're rare and they go out of print and then they come back in but they're so collectible that people are putting them on ebay and, and uh selling them for mega bucks because they're just so collectible and i will treasure mine but the guy behind the guy that made these so we've got paul davis is the guy that put these together and also made the documentary uh for uh beware the moon that you can find on the the blu-ray the, the arse end of the blu-ray um, <laughs> but gary smart uh, owns the company Dead Mouse Productions, which yeah. uh, in conjunction with Cult Screenings, we he will be live on our show on Sunday. Come along and just pack his brain with us. I'm just going to tell Gary just now. We have I've not even spoken to him yet, right? But as soon as I've read both of those books, they are going in frames right behind me. That's um, amazing. They they they're just they're gorgeous, man. I'll speak to you about it on Sunday. All right. Uh, Gary's no watching, like, but you can tell him that. I know. On <laughs> he might watch this at some point, and he'll go, "Hey, give me a shout out. That's cool." Hell, you're not getting one. Go away. <laughs> you can give her one of yours. Give her the Lost Boys one. You don't like no. Lost Boys? <laughs> Me? Oh, oh, I, don't, oh. I don't like Lost Boys. What is that? <laughs> what is kidding. that? I'm kidding, man. Kidding. And on I'm that getting note, good at we'll... this pointing thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like you point. It's like, oh, no. So that's... See, that, the amount of times I've went, oh, my favourite film is Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> right. On that note, lads, thanks again for joining us. And we will see you on Sunday. Have a good weekend. Wee 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 w